so. I think that I may be the voice of my generation. It's the titular role! In the sense that, no, you know what I mean? Or at least a voice of a generation. Hello, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and decide if we let it through our gate. Oh my god, we have a fabulous guest today, don't we, Sam? We're joined today by a woman who refused to give me her bio. Uh, So we will just call her a filmmaker and artist. This is our friend, our Nali Portman expert, Ari Tempobolin. Hello. How are you? I'm also the sexiest woman alive, so you can add that. (laughs) You were recently crowned the cuntiefishiest woman in Sydney. Oh yes, I won a Nobel Prize for it. Exactly. What was that? A Nobel Prize. <laughs> they give them, the Imperial. They give them out of the Imperial. <laughs> In the basement, nonetheless. Yes. Uh, yes, we went to Sydney together last week where um, ups yes. and downs and downs and ups Trials, and downs. tribulations, yes. heights, lows. That's right. So we are here to talk about Natalie Portman today, but um, we did all take a trip to the Lido cinemas last night. I <laughs> went to Lido. Oh, fuck. Um, I my head. And so we kind of have to talk about this because it's... In some ways, it's it's one of the big gay guy films of the year. I feel yeah. like we've had like we've had well, a couple. There's May December. There's Passages, which is more by by guy by guy, um, <laughs> and now there's Running in the Sun, which is definitely gay guy cinema. But a specific kind of gay guy, it's, not me. It's no. F word cinema. <laughs> yeah, you can say it. Can I say it? <gasps> oh, yeah. Yay! <laughs> Fag cinema. Yeah. Big fat poofed ass cinema. If there's any place you can say it, it's here. I'll think. On Gatekeeping Podcast. Okay, faggot, 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 faggot. So, Running in the Sun, for those who don't know, it stars um, Sebastian Silva, Silva um, and Jordan Firstman, who you might know from Instagram.com. Um, <laughs> he, like, got big during COVID doing, like, yeah. these impressions of, like... Banana Prince Pops as well. Like Katy Perry was a big fan. Oh, uh, that that says it. Really? Yeah, like she started following him, and she she was a big fan. Yeah. So you've been keeping track of her following tab. Oh, uh, don't like <laughs> we can't. Like, She's a fan. She's being a, a Katy Perry is like like now there's this law that's being passed. Like oh my god, the Katy Perry law to like stop like elder abuse in like getting them out of their homes. Okay, let's get back on Which track. I'm like, that old man needs to leave her the hell alone. Like, that's some pe- money grab if I've ever seen one. Let me just say that. That's insane. If you're listening, you old man. You <laughs> 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 stupid man. old man. Leave her alone. Stupid old leave man. Leave Katy alone. She can't afford this. Um, but Actually, I think she can afford <laughs> it. Well, I don't know. After smile. Artistically, she can't. <laughs> um, so, Running in the Sun, it stars these two two gay guys and it's about um Sebastian goes to like this gay beach I guess in Mexico yeah. and then he meets John Firstman and he's like maybe gonna kill himself and then it's kind of like this um there's like a twist that happens and it's 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 very kind of like I don't know breezy and like there's not much of a plot really it just kind of like trucks along it feels very I like, like it well, you and well, I'm just gonna say that. So did I ask? So did I ask? I'm like reflecting on the the plot, and I was just like, I did not like this film at all. Why didn't you like it? It was so like ugh. I'm doing like 
like it was so wanky like literally it was, girl like literally. literally it was just like we're making like this like self-aware piece of like queer cinema that's like actually really like on the nose and like we're gonna have like actual sex in it because like queer cinema is so like sanitized and then like we've got like Jordan Firstman like playing himself but like he's so aware that he's like actually a bad person and it's like fine because he's like a producer on the film as well so it's like Ugh. Okay, Shut now Ari, you get your criticism <laughs> and then I'll speak. I've actually had a change of heart. <laughs> no, you haven't. Yes, I have. After watching it last night, I've decided that, you know what? If I don't like something, I'm just going to ignore it. And so <laughs> that film to me was just Martin Gutierrez. Yeah. <laughs> Who the she hell was, is that? She was the maid. She was the doll girl. Oh, right. Oh, the doll. Oh, Martin, oh, Martin Gutierrez. No, that's, oh that's Veronica. Sorry. Yeah. She could also be a doll, though. Yeah. Um, Martin Gutierrez, who's a performance artist who has, a, like, fucking seven minutes of screen is time. Is she a real performance artist? She is. Oh. That's what... So I went home and I Googled her thinking she was just some character. She's a real performance artist. Okay. And her work is really like that. Right. <laughs> the baby who likes water. Um... <laughs> And so I've decided to just completely forget that Jordan Firstman ever existed in that film. Yeah. I decided to completely forget that I saw a myriad of cock and ball in oh, that film. Oh, there was film. so much cock and ball. <laughs> oh and it was so like... Oh, my God. We're showing it raw. In a, it's actually really queer to show cock and ball. Exactly. Exactly. Because they don't um, do that anymore. No, they really don't. They, don't, they never, don't show cock and balls in Love, they've Simon. They've actually never done this that before. This is really gay. This they is gay cinema. So okay. Okay, now let me speak. <laughs> now let me speak for once. Okay. Okay, I have to say I totally disagree with the girls on this. I think it was a good movie I didn't like adore it love it um like I think it was meandering and kind of like straight up boring in parts but overall like I think what it was trying to do it did and what was it trying to do and I think your criticisms criticisms of it are actually I feel like that's what it's presenting as but I think like if you look a little deeper (laughs) um no I think the film is like it Jordan Firstman is annoying and like he knows he's annoying and the film knows that he's annoying but it's kind of looking at him being like yeah I'm annoying and like I kind of hate myself for it but like I still like have to like post on Instagram and like like be this digital stop yeah that's the thing I don't think I don't think it's that self-aware like no, I but that's I, what the film is about. It's a, it's about this, like, emptiness that he has and also that Sebastian has of, like, they can't, like... Like, Sebastian is, like, depressed. Like, he just, like, does ketamine all day and sits in his room K-holing and, like, tries to find something to, like, to do. And, and all he can do is this, like, shitty TV show with Jordan Firstman that he sort of hates himself for doing anyway. It's, like, it's to me, it's about this, like, gay guy thing of, like, or, you know, you look around and, like, artistically, you're kind of, like, void of anything... Like you can't like like what he says to to Jordan in the movie is like you just do impressions because like you you are nothing like you have nothing. It's about like this. I like this, I get it, but this, I just well, I'm so I, It's about this like lack of identity and like oh, so all you do is just like do drugs and be depressed and like try and make people laugh online and it's like well what kind of, and and also like the thing of like 
not caring about other people because Jordan is almost like this, it's clear he's like this sociopath where like, and, and you know, I can't remember her name, but the, the woman who's like the housekeeper woman, like, like no one gives a fuck about her. They treat her like shit because they're all just like these gay guys that like have no humanity because all they do is like take ketamine and like try and find some sort of purpose. I understand what you're saying, but I just don't, it did, didn't resonate. I just don't like films that are so self-obsessed in, uh, and self-important that don't kind of find some sort of resolution in the end. But I really liked how Veronica had that ending moment with the Google Translate. <laughs> yes. And I thought her storyline, especially at the Quinceanera and everything, like that was fabulous. Mm. But then... Jordan and Sebastian just feel like they've come into this project feeling like, well, I'm gay and depressed, so there's nothing more to do about that. But yeah. I just feel like there's a lot more than just doing there's drugs more to mine there, and, and it was just sex like, no. to mine. Yeah. But, but you know? for them, like, they're trapped in this thing of like... Well, get out. Get out, girl. Get out of but there. But I think it's a... I think it's like a very... I feel like being a a gay guy in modern times you know of this age like, you would know in this well yes in in this time like that I don't know I feel like it spoke to that in a very um well maybe I can't way. relate because I'm not depressed or a gay guy or I've never done ketamine so I can't I did not understand you've never done ketamine <laughs> what <laughs> Work. <laughs> I've, never, I've never touched such the silence. Things. Anyway, but okay. no, I thought that movie was bad and I never need to talk about it or think about it again. And I'm kind of glad that it's not like impacting outside of the certain esoteric gay people because I could not handle a think piece from a South Yarra gay on no, this one. Look. But it's not for the South Yarra gays. I know, but they'd Ooh. find it and they'd watch it and they'd have something to no, say. No, actually, about it. the South Yarra gays would think it's for them. Yeah, that's the worst part. They'd be right. like, yeah, I really, really... Because, well, like, I'm coke hot down influencer. Well, right. I know they do coke down there, but they're going to watch it and think, wow, I'm actually an artistic person. <laughs> no, no, because that's not what the film was saying either. No, but that's exactly, what they would think. No, but that's what they're going to think. <laughs> they're going to see cock and ball right. on, on screen, and they're going to be like, whoa. whoa. And let me say, I actually liked the cock and balls in it. Oh, Sam. I, I will say... <laughs> it... If I just if I just saw another maybe like ten more, then I think it would have been okay. It needed more. Actually. It just needed just ten more, just ten more. I think there was a moment where I was like, okay, okay, there's cock and ball at the party, but I think if I just saw another scene with ten more, mm-hmm. just ten more in a dark room or somewhere else, a nice then I think it would have been perfect. Yeah, rounded out. No, I liked that they were doing like real sex in it. Like I know you joke about like queer cinema being like, oh, there's enough cock and balls in it already, but I don't know for something that's like um, maybe semi mainstream. I don't know if you'd call it this, but mm. I I like that it was like just matter of fact and like they're just like fucking at the party and and listen, I know what you're gonna say. I know what you're gonna say, but. I, and I and it, I know that you said last night you found it quite sexless, yes. but I don't think it was supposed to be sexy. Like I think the sex yes. was supposed, supposed to just be like it's not supposed to be fucking no, like no. that's what they do. And this is what I was going to say actually. Why was none of those cock and balls hard? They what? Are you kidding? Some there was there were, there were, there were, hard, there were hard cocks in that movie. Have I never seen a hard cock and ball? He he had a hard cock in his mouth at one yeah, point. Yeah, I swear to God, they were all flaccid. It was really like, well, there was a lot of like flaccid shots, but then like during like the sex bits that were like hard. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> that was Damn. when you were on your phone. Well, I think that was. <laughs> yeah. 
And did you fall asleep as well? No, I didn't actually. Because oh, I feel like I there was one moment asleep. where you were like, there was a moment where I was like, I'm gonna go to sleep. I think that's and the only hard cock I've seen in cinema this year. So let's celebrate that. I won't be. I won't be. Let's celebrate that. Enough. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. We anyway. have to talk about a fabulous lady who... Another gay guy. Another gay Basically. guy. Basically. She really is a gay guy. She's, She's a, a pioneer guy. of gay guy cinema, really. She is a gay yes. guy. Yes. And a gay guy herself. Certain just... Natalie Portman. <laughs> Seven, just Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. So, no. Natalie, I don't know if you girls have seen, like, her first um, forays into cinema. Leon the Professional. Leon the Professional. And Heat. Has anyone seen Heat? Oh, I haven't, actually. I've she plays seen. a depressed little girl in Heat. That's work. me. Yeah. That's, that's why what, I relate to that's her. That's why right out the gate, she's a gay guy. She's like, I'm a depressed little girl. You ten minutes ago, I can't relate because I'm not gay or depressed. No, 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 no. <laughs> depressed... Little girl. Listen, that's, that's the other thing about running this on. Like, not to bring it up again, but it's like if we're doing this stuff in private, like, don't be ashamed when it's on the cinema screen. That's the last thing well, I'm saying. None of that shit in private. None of that. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So, Leon the Professional. Have we seen it? Yes. No. Do we love? I loved it. Okay. It's I think like she song, eats yeah. down in there. She's yeah. great in it. She's great, but it's it's like. Part of it feels a little bit uncomfortable to me just because she's like so young in this film and it's her first role. Yes. And did you know about Luke Besson's 15 year old um, girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're, so for we're, real? Luke so Besson, yeah. I think it was at the time. He oh, was this dating. changes everything. Yeah, I know. He was dating a 15 year old. So it was kind of like, oh, you've made this movie where like this older man has this like weird professional almost, relationship yeah almost sexual relationship with a 12 year old girl okay and I think the script was more explicit um like I think she was sort of sexualized a bit more and yeah um cause Natalie Portman's parents were like no 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 and then they were like they took it out but then like recut it and made it a bit like yeah I'll need to speak <clears throat> I'd love to speak to Natalie Portman's parents mm-hmm. Mr. and Mrs. Portman yes <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I haven't seen Leon the Professional in quite a long time yeah, same. It was ages since I've seen it. I mm. tried to put it on the other day, and I watched like two minutes of it. So she's got that fuck ass bob. She's in got the bob. B-O-B. Now they call it you Bob. <laughs> and I also love that gif where she has the gun to her head. Yes. <laughs> I can't remember why she's doing that in the movie, but I like the gif. <laughs> Who's the actor in that film? The, the oh, she plays alongside with Jean Reno is his name. Jean Reno. Oh, some French guy. Yeah, yeah famous French guy yes. who was in. Um, well, I thought that they had like a really interesting chemistry in that film. Yeah, from what I remember. <laughs> very French. But yeah. now knowing that Luc Besson had a fifteen-year-old girlfriend, <laughs> I, that changes things Luc Besson, a lot. For you're me. wrong for that. Luc Besson, I have many questions for you. Firstly, Valerian, what the hell was that? What is? <laughs> is that a movie? Yeah, it's a film that he did with Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, and yeah, like Eddie Redmayne. As yeah, well, yeah. Redmayne, Cara Delevingne. Um, what's her that name? That twink. That twink, my Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> what twink? <laughs> what twink? What twink? What twink? He's like he's in um. Is that the one with Mila Kunis? No, I don't think it's. Kill your right. darlings. Yeah. Oh, um. I, I know his name. Dane DeHaan. Yes, <laughs> Dane DeHaan. Me, especially through my tweet. Tumblr index. white boy of the month. Dang June 2016. Wait, he was in Oppenheimer, right? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. back. We're so back. Girl, everyone was in Oppenheimer. <laughs> Dane DeHaan fandom. We, we are back. We are Dane, so if back. you're listening to this podcast right now. I want a now, Dane on his DeHaan. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I never said that. I have many working opportunities for you, Dane DeHaan. <laughs> and so do I. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. 
Already Sorry. the professional. <laughs> With the back, uh, uh, accent mark on the Ari, on the the Ari la professionnelle. <laughs> oh, oui. I'm, I'm brushing up on my French. <laughs> Don't get bed bugs, girl. Girl, the bed bugs. Girl, the bed bugs. <laughs> um, when did you first see Natalie Portman? Well, it would be Star Wars. I've never seen a single Star War. Are yep. you kidding? Never. You've never seen a Star War? Not a war. Wow. James grew up watching, like, uh, Leo Sedu and, like, <laughs> like, they were not watching. James' first film was Blue is the Warmest <laughs> Colour. <laughs> yep. Yes. They were playing that in the operating theatre. Leo Sedu and operating The operating theatre. No, it is called an operating theatre. I'm assuming James was bought by C-section. <laughs> From thy mother's womb, untimely ripped, I was... <laughs> Can you imagine if I just assume everyone was born by C-section? <laughs> oh. like I've seen Macbeth. I've been, I've been caught out once or twice. They need to ask that in the semi-three questions, Vogue. Like, C-section or what, is, what do you call normal. that? Way? <laughs> Were you born by C-section or are you normal? That's a bit rough. Lord being like, normal. No. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Um, yeah. No. Well. She, so basically, she did these. Um, well, she did Leon. She did Heat. And then I guess she did like a few little things, right? Mm. Well, well, she played Anne Frank on Broadway. Yeah. She made her Broadway debut. I don't in, know a thing about her stage career. She doesn't have yet much of one, unfortunately. Oh, I didn't know there was an Anne Frank Broadway musical. That's kind okay, of okay. Well, it's not a musical. It's a play. Oh. <laughs> What do you think? They can't sing. They're helping the rest have to be quiet. Well, that's what, that's what I was saying. Well, I, I feel Jeez. like musicals kind of... It's you when know, you can't when speak you any longer, you sing. your disbelief. You just sing exactly. We also finally all saw Wicked together. <laughs> oh, we did. We did. Um, the seagull. Yeah, I think she played Nina. Work. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I Nina didn't... in the seagull. Nina, Nina. in black swan. <gasps> parallels. Wow. Whoa, parallels. Wow. Whoa, bro. But then I guess she got cast in Star Wars at some point because she was very young in Star Wars. She, mm, she, she was. She played she was. Uh, Padme Amidala. And now who's she when she's not at home? What? Padme. Padme. Isn't she dead? In the movies. Yeah. She did pass away, yeah. Spoiler alert. Did she take some bento barbital? <laughs> Do you remember the, at the end of number three, where she gives birth? I guess it's by sort of C-section. <laughs> oh, maybe not, but there's definitely robots involved, which is what a C-section is. It's when robots are involved. Robots. A C-3PO section. <laughs> a C-3PO section. <laughs> you heard it here first, Gatekeeping Nation. Can you imagine him like, oh, oh my, oh, oh. That's, you haven't seen the movies, yeah, no, but that's I, he's of, like that. That's what he sounds golden like. Guy, yeah. The golden yeah. guy. I don't think he'd be very good at surgery. He's quite stiff. Um, you've got to be quite nimble for surgery. Is, yeah, is what I've always said. But I think she's great in Star Wars. She plays mm. the queen of um, Naboo, of course. Queen Naboo. Yeah. Naboo. Naboo. Yeah, that's her planet. Isn't that the restaurant girl? That's Nobu. Nobu. Oh. <laughs> she plays the queen of Nobu. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> 
I want to be the queen of Nobu. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let's go. We should go to Nobu. Let's go to Nobu. Have some salmon. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'll be there. Nobu is the flying fish of Nam. So the flying fish. So if any Sydney siders are listening, you must go to the flying fish at restaurant. At the Star Casino. <laughs> this, this episode is brought to you by the flying fish restaurant. <laughs> At the Star oh, Casino. You finally got a sponsor. Finally. Unpaid, <laughs> so, of course. Actually, so we did love the meal there, but at one point, um, the, the waiter was pointing Ari a Riesling, and I had also ordered a Riesling, and I said, well, can you pour my glass? And she said, uh, um, well, I have to check. <laughs> and <laughs> she walks away. She walked away. <laughs> and I, I got my Riesling shortly then after the other, that. the other waitress came up and was like in a fit of laughter. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she said, I don't know if you're allowed this Riesling. Let me Let me check. Let me me check for approval. But I think um, Natalie in Star Wars is like, this to me is one of her first big forays into like being a part of gay culture. Um, Is Star Wars gay culture? Yeah, I had that same question. I feel like it's a specific kind of gay. No, I'm saying saying Natalie Portman in Star Wars is gay culture. Like the films themselves are not, but her in the movies. Oh, damn. I understand that in one of the wars she had... Like Natalie Portman and then Kira Knightley and Sophia Coppola were like all pretending to be what? Natalie Portman. Sophia yeah. Coppola. Yeah, Sophia Coppola. Oh, oh, that's the first one. Yeah, they yeah. have like um, she's got like the body doubles. The body things. doubles, and it's like Kira Knightley. Oh, and, um, I didn't clock that. Okay, yeah. work. Okay, work. And Sophia Coppola. Wow, war historian. Yes, exactly. In one of the wars. In no, one but of- you remember her outfit in the second movie? That's very, very iconic. Is she's that wearing white face. Yeah, the white face. Well, like she's oh, got the white face. face. <laughs> no, the woman, is that the white face? Uh, well, yes, but no, no. The second one, she's wearing like the white um, crop top type thing, and it's like an all white outfit. And, I don't remember this. Oh come on, it's when she's chained up at the. You remember they're chained up in that place? Chained up. <laughs> and it's like um, there's something attacking them, and you know, I mean, Star Wars is all like, what's going on here? But yeah. she gets scratched by some sort of big lizard or something. Okay, oh. I was like two years old when I saw Star Wars in cinemas. You're very young. I was Sorry, very young. Cinemas? Yeah, girl. No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> 1999 came out. You're old as I'm hell. I'm lying. I'm lying. But, uh, but also, I think it's gay culture because she's dating Hayden Christensen in it. Um, who's like, that's a gay awakening, especially the third yeah, one. I see it. I see it. When he wakes up from that nightmare and he's shirtless for no reason. Oh, yeah. I remember that. And like all sweaty. I remember that. Oh. <laughs> And also, we needed to see Hayden Christensen cock and balls in in Star Wars. He should have been in Rotting in the Sun. We were gagging (laughs) for it. Well, no, he's like really Christian or something now, I think. Hayden Christensen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He will not be showing cock anytime soon. But it's it's like. (laughs) Too late anyway. I don't want to see it anymore. I don't need to see that. That's the thing. You wait too long, I lose interest. <laughs> you wait too long to show your cock, I'm gone. I'm out the door. But also, I know you guys are sick of talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've literally got nothing to contribute. No, so. not at all. But, we, but I think her performance in the third one specifically is incredible. Like, particularly her final scene. I don't remember if you remember when they're on that, like, lava planet. Oh, yes. I remember this. And she's trying to convince, um, God, what's his name in the movies? Um, uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> 
Dumbledore. Uh, Anakin Skywalker. I mean, Anakin Skywalker, of course. Oh, worked. She's, <laughs> she's pregnant and she's trying to convince him to not be to the dark side. Yes. And she's like, you're breaking my heart. Chills every time. I actually lied. I don't remember this scene. <laughs> it's honestly, she's acting a fucking awesome. Go watch it on YouTube. Okay. And, and how, how, how many of these films are there? There's like three. Well, three, but then they, in. yeah, with her in it, and then they rebooted it. There's like at least yeah, 11, like, I think. Oh, God. Yeah. I was going to say maybe we should do no, an episode, whole, but I don't have time for no, that. No, you're not doing a Star Wars episode. Yeah, no. No, you're not. Well, <laughs> there's like, we'll think the, about it. what is it? Mandalorian, Ahsoka. Oh, Mandalorian. not the show. No, not the show. Like, I'm doing the movies. Get the out of extended here. universe is. I don't need to extend. Lot. Get out of here. <laughs> but my thing about Nelly in Star Wars is that the script is like one of the worst. Like it's just it's it's, me- it's melodrama. It's very difficult. I think it's a but, space opera. But she sells she opera. sells it, and I know she was on set in in Sydney Fox Studios where everything was green. She had no idea where she was. She's opposite the worst actor of all time, Hayden Christensen, and she said. I'm going to give these girls a performance. That's right. And she did. She did. She did. She was the only one acting there. See, she went on to do Closer right after shooting Closer and Garden State in the same year. Closer and Garden State. Oh, she she did that after Star Wars 2. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. And Closer, she was nominated for her first Academy Award. Now, Closer is a film that I watched last evening. Yes, you did. (laughs) And I I I saw the play in London last year. I had to mention that. Did not enjoy. It is. Have you been to the West End? I have been to the I West End. Know. I've been to the West End. I've been to the Broadway. I've been. I've been. You're quite been, wicked, aren't I'm you? I'm wicked through and through since I cannot succeed. Samu saving you. Do they have wicked in London? Yeah, girl. Really? I saw it. Do they have wicked everywhere? They have it on Broadway. They have it in London. They have oh. it in Singapore. Singapore. Worldwide. I'm making it up. Well, I think it'll probably tour Singapore it'll after. Probably do Singapore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, Closer is the most 2004 film I've ever it seen is, in my life. It is. But Natalie Portman changed lives when she came on in that fucking pink bob wig mm-hmm. and that rhinestone bikini thing See? and said. Lying is, the most fun, lying is the most fun thing a girl can do without taking her clothes off. That and went that was triple like platinum on my Tumblr. Yeah, straight capped on Tumblr. I wonder if... The, I, I, to me, closer, I feel like the film didn't have a lot of impact. It was just specifically Natalie Portman in that week saying Natalie that Natalie Portman and Jude Law both got Oscar nominations. Yes. It was what? interesting because it's like... The film... The script is like such a play. Like, it's so like... It is. It's talking and talking and talking yeah. and like... Blah, 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 And then... But like... I I think like with Mike Nichols directing it and like that cast, it kind of elevated it to make it a lot more watchable than it should have been. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a what lot did of Mike Nichols do. I don't know. The oh, he's a friend of Virginia Woolf, the graduate. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, work. Work. Work, work Mike Nichols. <laughs> Gay guy. <laughs> Is he dead? Yeah. Oh, rest in peace, Mike Nichols. Oh. Well, he's not a gay guy though. That's the that's the gag well, of it all. He's a gay guy to me. Gay guy to me. <laughs> yes, yes. He's a gay um, guy. Yeah, I haven't seen Closer in a long time, but you know. Don't need to. Jude Law. I love Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law. We just watched the talented Mr. Ripley yesterday. Mm, Jude Law. Where it's like it should the be Jude a, Law. It should be illegal for people to look that hot on screen. I want to talk about Matt Damon in that little uh, that little fluorescent. That Spooder. Oh, true. true. Yeah. <laughs> that's cinema history. The bath chest scene uh, in that movie. Oh, my God. <gasps> Jude Law cock and balls. Oh, yeah. Jude Law cock and balls. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you make a good point. You make a good point. He shaved cock and balls briefly and touched wow. Mr. getting out of the bath, but it was soft. It doesn't and much like rubbing in the sun, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> we need to stop talking no, about this film. No, it all no. comes back to our favourite film. He has you. such an interesting relationship with Natalie in that film. Jude Law. Jude yeah. Law. Are they married in that or something? No, they have They're like an affair. Together. They're oh. like, do they have an affair? <laughs> no, no, no. So he, he, she gets hit by the bus and then that's when they meet. Oh, yes, right. And I, then they I'm have getting him confused with the other Clyde guy. Owen. She gets Clyde hit by a bus. Yeah, she gets hit by a... That's how it opens. She gets hit by a bus and, and she opens so her eyes and Jude Law's like looking over and she's like, hey, stranger. Yeah. <laughs> Does she survive the bus? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, she wouldn't have a movie. Yeah. And then it's like, <laughs> in, and they're like in, the, in the hospital and they're like, it's like this mean She's cute. very manic pixie dream girl. She's got like this fuck ass. Oh like, yeah. And she like just moved from America. Yeah. Oh, wait, so is she, does she break bones or something from being hit by the bus? We don't actually Yeah, I think it's like a, I think it's not, she's not like ran over. I think it's like the bus stops and it's like a little, just just runs over a foot or something. Yeah. But it's that iconic opening scene where like they're all walking in slow motion. And then she gets hit by the bus. And then, and like they're they're like staring at each other and it's like this two minutes of just them two like staring at each other and the camera zooming in really closely and then out of nowhere. It's very mean girls. It is. (laughs) Yeah. It is. Okay. And then what she did Garden State that same year. Uh-huh. Now that I actually haven't seen Garden State, or I've seen it and I've just completely blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> like yeah. the film from last night. Like the film that shall not what be film? named. Yes, yes. exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, I haven't seen Garden State either, but um, apparently it's it's extremely like Manic Pixie Dream. Oh film. yeah. Like it, it maybe even the blueprint. I think I think it actually was the blueprint. Like Zach Braff. Zach Braff. Oh no, that's a man. Oh no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Good. Um, It's a bit he they. Zach Braff. Oh, unfortunately. (laughs) Zach Braff. Now that's a he they. Mm. If I've ever seen one. (laughs) Did him and Vance Pugh break up? Right. Yeah, famously. Thank God. And she's kind of in her lesbian bag at the moment. Oh, with that haircut. Yes. She's giving a little. She's She's giving. They're giving a little something in Viva Vendetta. Yes. Now that's a film that I have not seen. Maybe Zach Braff and Florence Pugh was like marriage of convenience type thing. You know, they were. But then Flo was like, Mm. I'm done pretending. Hmm. Something to think about. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, oh. Okay, well, so no one's seen Garden State here, right? Oh, I saw it a long time ago. Oh, okay. Probably At a very so. influential age. Back when I was on Tumblr. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Perhaps I should have a Ray watch. <laughs> well, okay, so nothing to say about that. No, Moving really. No. Well, what's next then? Uh, v for Vendetta, probably. Okay. V for Vendetta. Have we seen? I, okay, I've seen V for Vendetta multiple times. I studied it in high school. <gasps> okay. I've written okay. an essay about it at uni. What did you say? I can't for the life of me tell you. Well, bring it up right now. Well. I'd like to read it. Let me read the essay right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no, we asked I think you. I, it was like one of those, um, you know when like your high school makes you read 1984? Yeah. Yep. It was one of those sort of like, oh, this is dystopia. We live in a society. I can't yeah. remember anything from that film right now. Apart Except from- for her shaking her head. <laughs> I dreamed a dream. <laughs> now Natalie Portman could have played Fontaine. That would have been fabulous. A, she was the blueprint. Do you think she would have auditioned for that? Can you, I don't think she did. Oh wait, she, the movie. Sing. she, she can sing. She can. Yes, <laughs> she can. Uh, would she be a good Fontaine? She'd be a good anything. Yeah, it's true. She, she can would. do anything. She can do anything. I, I, so I, I 
was also like V for Vendetta was big for my high school experience. Not because I study, it was just kind of like one of those films that, you know, around the schoolyard, everyone was like, have you watched V for Vendetta? Really around the schoolyard? Yeah, it was a very cultured high school. I can imagine you running around with your little V mask on. <laughs> what is it, Guy Fawkes? Guy yeah. Fawkes, yeah. No, I was running around with my lost DVDs saying, you have to watch this. Like, <laughs> just lugging around the box, the box set, set with, you. On, with your shoulder. All <laughs> seven seasons. Like, like a fucking boom box <laughs> up the top of your head. That was honestly me. I would give. The, I would make everyone watch Lost because I was like, it's the best show ever. You're fucked. <laughs> but I, so I tried to revisit V for Vendetta this week and I watched like 10 minutes and I was just like, oh my God. God. Like I'm sure it's a good movie, but like just the opening where um uh, what's his name? And so it is. Hugo. <laughs> what? No, no for closer. Oh no! Um, when Hugo Weaving's like he's saying all these words that start with V. He's like vivacious. V- v-. It's like, a vac- yeah. You have to be in a bit of a mood to watch. And I was not in the mood. Let me just say that. Yeah. I was like rolling my eyes. I'm like enough. I think enough. the mood is very much like faux intellectual sixteen year old. Exactly. First I mean, awakening. Stephen Fry is in it. Sam That's right. That's right. Gay guy Stephen Fry is in it. Because isn't he like? persecuted for being gay guy or something probably he's like I'm gay if not he should be (laughs) 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 he should be I'm sorry I'm here LGBT people should have rights (laughs) some of them (laughs) some of them but not Stephen Fry apparently (laughs) (laughs) not Stephen Fry isn't he like a lord or something probably probably (laughs) (laughs) he's such a kind he probably is let me just say like where the fuck did Stephen Fry come from? Because I feel like one day it was just like he's England. <laughs> Wait, he was in Red Wine and Royal Blue. Yeah, he's like the king. That. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so- he can do it all. <laughs> that way he could have replaced Uma Thurman in Red Wine and Royal Blue. Oh, and you know what? She especially after doing Jackie. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's always reprising. It's she, yeah, she literally. She the role. Never be another Camilla. Imagine in that we universe, have to get me a true guy. <laughs> In that universe, Jackie Kennedy is still alive and she's president. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Jackie Kennedy. (laughs) Now, if you're going to marry the Prince of England, you have to get to Montrevada. Do you think Jackie Kennedy would have been homophobic? I feel like in the movie, Jackie, um, she was kind of homophobic to that reporter, even though he wasn't gay. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Billy Billy Crudup is like kind of gay guy coded in some Mm. ways. And I feel like in, listen, hear me out. I feel like in that scene, he was queer. (laughs) In the interview scene. Uh, Yeah, I feel like he was queered by... um, The way he said he was like, no, it was just like within the context of that scene. Gossipy was, gay guy. He was queer. Yeah. Gossipy gay guy, yes. She's like, I'm not telling you anything. I'm not telling you about Jack. He was always quoting. It's always quoting these things that I can only remember. There will never be another camera. Never. Okay, we're skipping yes. ahead. We've really we're skipped ahead, ahead many what? years. Okay, we can what's, what's next? What's next? She had a bit of a, I feel like her. There's a bit of a, I'm looking at it right now. Between her two Oscar nominations, um, well, her three Oscar, but like the first one being closer, mm-hmm. and the, the her Oscar win, obviously Black Swan. Bit of a bit of a dire period for Natalie. Ooh, she did Mr. Magorium's Wonder. Now that Emporium. is a classic. Have y'all seen that? Now that 
is the she feeling. She had, because she had that little pixie cut because she yes. was still growing her hair yes. out. Yes, uh, Dustin uh, Hoffman, may he rest in peace. Is he dead? No, he's still alive, but oh, he dies in the movie. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> do you remember he, he throws that paper airplane oh around the room? I was such a young and impressionable little kid. But you thought, I thought he it was actually died. <laughs> no, he's still. I remember he was in that. Um, uh, what's his name? Well, the guy what who am I mourning for? No, he was in that Noel Baumbach movie. Um, the something stories, Meyerowitz. Oh, the Meyerowitz story. Right, yeah, okay. The Meyerowitz well, stories. Well, uh, he's, he's in the upcoming um, Megapolis with. <gasps> Yeah. I didn't know he was in that. I feel like everyone's in that. He's in Comfy Panda Paw 4, which is... <gasps> I didn't know they're doing 4. This is crazy. Is Angelina... No, she's not in them anymore, is she? Well, he was in a movie... He was, was in a movie. Who's <laughs> Sissy Spacek last year. Work. Work. Well, okay. not dead. Not dead. <laughs> I, I remember seeing Mr. McGraw's Wonder Emporium in cinemas. I saw it in cinemas too, in Geelong. I had, to, I had to get a bootleg DVD as a child you growing said, up in the village of Indonesia. I'll be sat for Mr. McGraw, let me tell you. <laughs> I won't be missing this. I think this it was is a just point one of those DVDs that my auntie picked out for me because it was like child-friendly, you can mm. watch this. And it became it was like on rotation it's every really single day. It's really good. It's really good. It is thrilling. It is gripping. Natalie Portman is quite compelling mm-hmm. in this film, and like it's thrilling. <laughs> it's gripping. It's total. Me not remembering <laughs> a single second of this film. I just I, remember like it was. It was magical. I it just, was that scene with Dustin Hoffman and Natalie where he's like trying to tell her to like calm down. Like it's okay. I'm dying, and she's like, No, you're you're just going to a hotel, right? You're just gonna go to see Shangri La, and he's like, oh, Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think I'm making this up, but <laughs> I know for a fact there's a scene where Dustin Hoffman is like trying to comfort Natalie, mm-hmm. where he's like trying to say, "Well, I'm dying, and you, there's nothing you can do about it." And she's like, "No, you have this store to run. You have this store. Who am I going to run it with?" And he's like, "You know what? You're going to be okay." Oh, and it's quite. That's why I really thought he died. So it's the because all I remember from it is that scene where he does die, where he sits in the store and he throws a paper airplane around, and the camera sort of tracks around, and then he's gone by the time it comes around. Well, yes, but is is then does Natalie like take over? I think the, she takes yeah, over the wonder report. Okay. With, that little, with that little twink. Natalie Portman's wonder. Well, there's a twink. Natalie in Portman well, is the twink. I shouldn't call him a twink. Who? Um, let me find out. <laughs> I shouldn't call him a twink. Natalie Portman. I uh, the my the other like cultural legacy. No one's no one here has watched Breaking Bad, have they? No. No, there is a Mr. McGraw's Wonder Point reference in Breaking Bad. If, really? If you'd believe. Yes. Yeah, so the final season, Walt goes to this cabin where he's like isolated from everyone because watches Mr. everything's gone to shit but well he's looking at the DVD collection and he's like Mr. Mogorium's Wonder Emporium <laughs> two copies <laughs> so you know it's still got a legacy okay. out there yeah did, it work. did it work. you ever see um, the other bowling girl no wait sorry sorry who was the twink in that movie we don't oh yeah know. oh Zach Mills oh, no, I, who the hell is she he, he was in Super 8 he was in oh, Super yeah. 8 yeah oh my god it, I thought I was mistaking him for another twink right they do all look the same they all look the same yep. uh, sorry no. sorry <laughs> sorry um, no I didn't see the other bowling girl was oh, that Scar Jo fabulous it was Natalie Portman as Anne Boleyn and Scarlett Johansson as Mary Boleyn Whoa, and Eric Banner as King Henry were they real <laughs> People. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are they and real Berlin? people? <laughs> Sorry, but why would I know that? <laughs> My headphones aren't even plugged in. Sorry, but why would I know that? <laughs> <laughs> You're such an idiot. 
You're such a idiot. James's hammer is not popular. Work. Dark, uh, it's just for the TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> it's for the indie sleaze aesthetic. It's just for the indie. Um. Yeah. So she was real. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anne Boleyn. Okay. And what'd she do? She was one of the six ex-wives of Henry VIII. Okay. And what? who was he? She was beheaded. Are you serious? She was. Yeah. Poor thing. And so what did King Henry do? Beheaded her. Oh. No, yeah. I mean in general. Are you, are you, are you silly? Do you not, seriously not? No, like. Are you, are you silly? <laughs> are you silly? I was going to say stupid, but I'm trying not to be mean. So you said, are you silly? <laughs> are you silly? Are, are you silly? You know what? You are a bit silly. Sorry, while we're, silly Billy. while we're here, we have to talk about briefly the Just Stop Oil protest at um, Les Miserables okay. in London. What a tangent. And that woman <laughs> in the audience going, naughty people. No, you nasty people. You nasty people. Get off the stage. What are you doing? Rude people. That would be me. That would be me. I would be fucking Because <laughs> they did, they did it during Do You Hear the People Sing. Yeah. I will say, it was kind of gag of them to do that oh well, yeah, of course it perfect was. timing sure I just wish their flag and their logo was a bit cuntier than that yeah but uh, let me like if I was in the theatre watching Les is like you know the most meaningful show of all time I I would be that woman naughty you naughty nasty people get off the stage <laughs> the way she's holding the camera like like this as well <laughs> Nasty people. Anyway, um, bowling. What is it? Bowling. Yeah, girl. the bowling girl. Bowling girls. girls. Yeah. Um, and Lynn. Any thoughts? I loved uh, it. Don't. Classic <laughs> costume drama. No thoughts. Okay, good. Costume Great. drama. Got fabulous. I Black love Swan. Oh, is this next? That's basically. Uh, well, yes. Here we go. Well, this is cinema. Black Swan. This, this film changed my life. Yes, you've got quite a connection to this I've film. I've got too much of a connection to this film. Go on. It, I've seen it. I remember keeping a logbook of how many times that I've seen this film. <laughs> and it totaled up to when I was a teenager, 43. Okay. I stopped counting after because, you know, I'm an adult now and mm-hmm. I don't do that It'd silly be shit. It'd be triple digits now. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> but that film changed, clicked, something clicked in my head when I first saw that because I was recommended that film by my media teacher. Okay. Uh, she got you. She got me. <laughs> she just <laughs> she said, she... spooked. <laughs> <laughs> said, they she said, come here, come here, girl. Um, and so I, I, I went to the library to, uh, to borrow this, to, to borrow a copy of the DVD, mm-hmm. and watched it in my bedroom at like 1am in the morning for the first time and my life was rocked yeah it was just I think what really got me at the first time was the cinematography mm-hmm. um, the the way that like they were able to shoot through these mirrors and not have the camera people present okay. that gagged me okay really really gagged me um, but also Natalie Portman being so like I just felt like I was her yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of live that life. You look like her today. I do really like her. Um, for those of you at home, I was, I looked like her. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had for those at home. On. For those at home right now. No, even now, like, you look like her. Like, I feel like a lot of my aesthetic choices, uh, <laughs> fashion-wise, has have really traced back to that 2016 Tumblr core ballet aesthetic. Yes. Um, and all that pink and the grey and, like, that really, the timidness of it all. Um, no, Jam- that, yeah. James is kind of Mila Kunis in that work. <laughs> really? Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know if that was a compliment. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm um, Vincent, what's his name? Vincent Castell. Yes. Did you know, the actually? The white swan or the black swan? I found this out. Do you know Judy Davis was supposed to play her mother instead of oh, she Barbara Hershey? But she was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> she said, I'm not traveling. Yeah. Work. Uh, that would Interesting. Be. Wow. Oh, I'm not, I'm not Mila Kunis. I'm Winona Ryder. Oh, oh yeah. yes. <laughs> Did you suck his suck cock? His cock. <laughs> I, sorry, who plays the mum in that? Uh, Barbara Hershey. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Listen, talk about cap. Like, <laughs> the scene where she gives her the cake and she's like, not too much. Like, I've got, you know, training tomorrow. And she's like, then it's garbage. And <laughs> throw it in the just bin. Uh, but it looks so pretty. Uh, the grapefruit, pinky. The girl, she gets the great grapefruit. So pink, so pretty. <laughs> That's a performance. Pretty. When she's that film, I um, there was only a, one gay guy in that in my school who knew of Black Swan. Oh my god! And we would constantly recite lines from that film. <laughs> There's something so like affirming about. Finding a gay guy that gets your references at that young age and just yeah. circular. Yep, it's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, Black Swan. Well, of course, she won the Oscar for it. Yeah, which I feel like um, her winning for this performance is a bit of like an outlier, Oscars wise. Because it, it's almost it is kind of like a horror film. Maybe mm-hmm. I mean it's the classic thing of like she's playing a woman like losing her mind, so mm-hmm. she won an Oscar. But I don't know. It's kind of darker, I think, than a yeah, lot of, it's like, a lot more Oscar wins. And it was a very interesting. Who who was in it that oh yeah it was Annette Benning, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Lawrence, and Michelle Williams. Okay. Yeah, she she was winning that without a doubt. The scene in the beginning, near the beginning, when they're on Vincent Cassell talking about Black Swan and mm-hmm. like the Swan Lake, sorry. Um and the camera focuses on, on the mirror and it's like in between, you know how those mirrors are like in sections in the gallery? He like they 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 shoot him and like the section slice his his face in half as he's saying the white swan and the black wow. swan. Sixteen year old me was like taking me notes. Kind of got it. It's I think it's really incredible what she achieves this because you feel like so much empathy for her, particularly mm-hmm. in that last scene where she's gone off the rails. Of course, oh, she's perfect. She's gonna die on stage yeah. and it's it's so tragic but she's fucking tearing it mm-hmm. she's tearing it all she's taking she's it one of the best performances she was ever perfect she, like, was, and she, and she was and she was and she was to watch this film again oh, oh, also wow. love I have to shout out Mila Kunis in that when she's like you've never rolled before yeah. <laughs> Well, no, I haven't. That was iconic. That's why I'm not the Mila Kunis. <laughs> yes, it's no, true. Yeah, Mila Kunis is very, like, when she enters the bathroom and Nina's there, like, and she's, like, picking at her fingers, she's uh, like, no, stay, no, stay, keep your company. And then she goes, it's like, oh. <laughs> Mila Kunis, cool girl. She is. She had a moment in the culture, yeah. didn't she? She did. She really uh, did. And then, well, after Black Swan, she did No Strings Attached. Oh, now that was amazing. <laughs> like, she has got the best Asian in the world. She should have won another Oscar for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, she said she did it. The way she did it with Ashton Kutcher as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then Mila Kunis did Friends with Benefits the same year. Yes. Whoa. They were probably in the They were going to the cinematic universe. Yeah, I say. Well, Natalie said she did it because she wanted a sort of a break after Black well, Swan she was like let break. me do something stupid that role I mean there was so much controversy with that role as well with, with, with the Black Swan yeah because it double. was like the double dancing oh, yeah. oh and isn't yes. it Black, Black Swan's where she met uh, Mr. Millipede oh yes uh, Benjamin Millipede 
yeah. Her future husband, oh. Benjamin Milpier. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Well, let's talk about that. Benjamin well, Milpier, he was the choreographer for those of you at home. <laughs> Benjamin Milpier is a ballet dancer and choreographer who choreographed Black Swan. Your generous call him Millipier. Millipier. We say Millipier here on Geek. Oh, okay. Because he's a little bug. <laughs> little bug needs to be a little centipede. Centipede. No, 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 no. Um, Benjamin Millipier, they, they, they met on the set of Black Swan, mm-hmm. and then they fell in love, yep. they had a child, and she, Natalie was pregnant while she was campaigning for her Oscar. So yeah, you can imagine yeah. how tough this role would have been on her. It's kind of, it's kind of American Horror Story delicate. Wait, um, wait, when she was campaigning for Jackie, or no, for, she was campaigning uh, for Black, Black Swan. Oh yeah, because she was like, and yeah. she she got pregnant. Yeah, and she did her acceptance speech, and she had the yeah 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 yeah. Had she the had the bum bum. Is that the from where <clears throat> the infamous Natalie Portman updates? I feel like oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was from no, because she was pregnant during the Jackie campaign as well. Oh, that's yeah, why really? she didn't go to the yeah. yeah. Oh, there's something about her and. Winning an Oscar and being pregnant. pregnant. Hmm, I mean, if she had a C-section or if it was normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we got the mention of Natalie Portman updates, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to think, how are we going to weave this in? Everything just seems to go wrong. Hashtag Natalie Portman. No, Benjamin Milpier, I'm glad that they're not together anymore. So what happened? He cheated yeah. on her, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. But I like to think that during his, um, when he was filming Carmen, mm-hmm. because I know that they both kind of have this interesting relationship with Australia as a country because they got mm. a lot of work here. She filmed Star Wars um, here. Carmen was actually funded by Screen Australia. Yes. Yes. And, and it, you could tell. Like, <laughs> you could tell. In the sense that they're like, this is supposed to be the deserts of Mexico. And I'm like, this looks, this looks like, like country Victoria. Yeah, literally. They did a, they did a nine <laughs> they perfect filmed in South Australia, actually. Okay. Um, and it was funded by Screen South Australia. Is that what it's called? Interesting. But I like to think that Natalie saw the development of this film happen, saw the the treatment, the concept, development, whatever, and said, this is a shit film. Well, let's not act like Natalie hasn't done some shit films. Oh, oh, oh. (laughs) I mean, Like, she would know, sorry. Like, I'm just saying. And and that's why she said, I can't be with you. She said, I know a shit film. I I know a shit film. I can't be with you. Because he should have broken up with her a long time ago. um, That's the standard. Like, let's just say that. (gasps) Because that's the thing. It's like, one thing about Natalie Portman is that there's good Natalie every, and there's like, bad Natalie. Black Swan, there's a uh, Lucy in the highness. Sky. Oh, Lucy in the Sky. Lucy in the Sky. Have you seen Lucy in the Sky? No. Oh, it's not good. She has like a whole host of just like the worst. Films. I've never seen her bad films. Good. Good. And I, never I don't know. think many people have because Natalie's one of those people who's kind of like protected in the same way as Tom Hanks is in that if they make a bad film no one sees it. It just gets kind of like brushed under the rug. That's yeah. right, actually. Yeah, yeah. so because like Tom Hanks makes a lot of bad films. Oh. Like, like looking at her just filmography kind of, yeah. between Black Swan and Jackie, tell me how many of these you've seen. <laughs> so, Black Swan. Yes. No Strings Attached. Yes. Your Highness. Yes. Thor. <laughs> yes. Thor The Dark World. Yes. Knight of Cups. <laughs> Yes, actually, Knight of Cups, yes. I don't know what that is. It's a Terrence Terrence Malick film. Oh, okay. She doesn't really have a huge role in it, but, like, it's a lot of stars in it. Did you know um, Sebastian... uh, God, what's his last name? Silva. He did additional directing for that movie. I don't give a fuck. As in... Well, I'm just saying. The gay guy from the movie last night. Yeah. (sighs) 
I'm just saying. I don't give a shit. <laughs> if you're a faggot and you're listening to this podcast, turn it off. It's a whole audience. Sorry. <laughs> don't say that. Tune back in. Tune back in. <laughs> okay, what else, James? Um, just like random movies that I've never heard of, and okay. then like after we'll name Jack- them. <laughs> The hey the hey the, the heyday of the insensitive bastards. Yes. A tale of love and darkness. <laughs> yes. Jane Gardegun. Yes. She was a producer on Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Okay. Work. Was she in it though? No. Oh. She was a producer I only. Seen it then. And then after Jackie, it was like Planetarium, Song to Song. Yes. Yes. Annihilation. Yes. Which I haven't seen. Yes. My, <gasps> my Annihilation. Annihilation. I need to... I need to Wait, well, we, I want to read the book first. Are we after Jackie now? No, no we need to talk about Jackie. We need to go back to Jackie. Let's go back to Jackie. Wait, Annihilation though? No, uh, Jackie was after... No, <laughs> Annihilation was after Jackie. Okay, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, okay, well, so, so... Wait, wait, wait. Do no, we want to no, talk about Thor? Uh, well, that, that's what I was going to say. We need to talk about her performances... Oh, what's her name? Doctor James. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't so watch that. I one. watched that for who's who's the guy in it? Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> you think I'm beating my clip over Tom Hiddleston? <laughs> well. well. <laughs> Well, Tom Hiddleston, if you're watching, if you're listening. Um, I went and saw the, the new Thor because of Natalie, because she was returning to the Thor universe. The I mean, she did like the two first two movies, which she said she signed on to because of Kenneth Branagh, like God bless her. Um, and then she kind of like disappeared from the MCU, but then she came back because she liked Taika Waititi. And let's also talk about that video at the premiere of the new Thor where someone was like, how gay is the film? And then Taika was like, he didn't answer. He was like, Natalie. And then she had to be like, so gay. (laughs) I haven't seen this. Taika Waititi, you are wrong for that. Because it's like, he put her in this impossible situation of having to like say that a film that is not gay because you know it's like what does she say when she's asked that how gay is a film what is Natalie Portman gonna say so no gay. all she had to say was yeah so she said so gay I'd like to think that she dissociated her way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe oh, that's absolutely it because that would have been a fucking fat paycheck oh, oh absolutely especially to come back and like didn't she like basically lead it because she was like girl for Girl so Thor. She, in, in in the new Thor, she yeah. was like girl Thor. Wait, there's girl Thor. Yeah, well, oh, yes, and I would know Natalie because Thor I've seen it all. Natalie Portman was girl Thor, and she had cancer in it. Um, what? Down. Yeah, and and she actually <laughs> she actually spoiler alert died at the end. <gasps> oh, she said I, I she that. said I'll be coming back. If I'll be collecting me. my check. And I'll be... And you better fucking kill me off and make me girl Thor, you girl faggot. Thor. She said to take away to you. You big fat pussed up. up. I don't know what you're doing with Rita Ora, but I'll be girl Thor. Thank no. you. Look, Rita Ora is a doll. Well, yes, she is. Um, and that's why Taika Waititi is a fan. It's queer in the end. <laughs> How gay is it? <laughs> so gay. Okay, uh, so now Jackie. We can talk about Jackie now. Not another she sh- That should be her second Oscar. We'll say that. Emma Stone, give it to Natalie Ugh, right now. I, yeah, I, I'm of the camp that Natalie should have won that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Every woman that Pablo Lorraine directs in a film should have an Oscar. Le- well, yes. <laughs> well. We have a Spencer hater over here. Oh, well, yes. What? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we won't discuss it. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get it. Um, I, Jackie is just such an incredible achievement. It really is. It uh, changed everything. Well, yeah. 
I think she did a great, I mean, it's hard. I think it's incredibly difficult with this role, like, because it's such a, the accent and the clothes, everything is so, like, it would be easy to be, like, a caricature. And I think it careens towards this melodrama at times. And I think her performance, like, when um, they're doing the um, recreation of, like, the tour. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like important now that's where it seems insane yeah. and it's so good though she's I think they needed that though yeah. you know just yeah. like a little bit of that it's kind of curved. and then you've got oh, credit going off stage uh, like <laughs> I forgot credit it's in the trailer girl yeah of course I but Jackie is incredible I mean I was gagged by Jackie when I saw it at the Palace Ball in cinemas Palace um, Ballwood yes Ball. you would have been the youngest person in that cinema I it trust. was full of grey hair it was like the seniors film festival that I went to yesterday um, literally but no gag by that because I think what Jackie does incredibly well is like everyone knows what happened to Jackie Kennedy or, or you know like the JFK assassination I don't know the true story well it kind of like particularly like well, the assassination is the line between fiction and oh truth. absolutely yeah, yeah it kind of like uses her it's like similar to like what they did with Spencer I think it's like using this woman who's like this public figure to explore grief yeah in like an interesting way that's like and it's just so good but that's what I think it did so well is like everyone knows the assassination we've seen that clip a million times but it did an amazing job of making you feel like the trauma from that moment Mm. because like like you know we see her like speeding off in the car and it's in flashes throughout Mm. the film Mm -hmm. the assassination so it is this ever-present trauma for her and when she's wiping the blood off her f- face in the mirror mm. like with that Michael Levy score Natalie as well acting she works really well with these types of like auteur directors yeah. yes yeah. well yeah you look at like, her filmography and that's like what she's drawn to you can see yeah. and I guess that's why she must have a lot of misses yeah. because she is often doing these sort of big swing type things mm-hmm. um, yeah Jackie I really think she deserved the Oscar I think it was people who is she up against that year? Emma Stone for La La Land. It has Oscar buzz. Yep. <laughs> um, I think the lineup was Emma Stone, Isabel Huppert, Natalie, Ruth Nager, oh, and Meryl for Florence Foster Jenkins. Oh, <laughs> not Florence Foster Jenkins. Not Emma Stone, not Florence Foster Jenkins. Yes. No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Bad Jackie's- I will say, I think Pablo Larraín is not great at campaigning for Oscars. No. Like for his actresses. For his, well, just for his production, really. Right. Like but he, I don't think he's in it for that. I couldn't even tell I, you what he looks exactly, like. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. He, he, um, I like to think he's hot. I think he is. <laughs> he's like the Wizard of Oz, we don't know what he looks he's like. He's a bit, I think he's very, like, he's, he's just focused on, he's in his lane, he's mm. moisturized. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Say that. But like El Conde coming up soon from him and like the, oh, the, yeah. the Angelina Jolie. The Maria Callas one. The Maria Callas one. I'll be sat. Oh, you know the answer. Angelina Jolie. I feel like he really relies. Do you know who Callas is? No. <laughs> Well, I Do you? I no. you don't know who Marie Callas is? Oh, no. here we go. Here we go. She's a woman. Here we She's go. A woman. <laughs> She's a fun opera singer. That we love. <laughs> we love her. No, I, yeah, I think if they just 
if they had a different production company or something, me talking like I know the ins and outs of this industry. A twenty four. It should have been an A twenty four. Yeah, she could have won if they campaigned it better. And just because La La Land was so everywhere, and Damien Chazelle, darling of Hollywood, she should have sung a song in the movie. Oh, such light. So two moments we have to talk about from Jackie. Well, one in particular when she's like drunk in the house, like trying on her dresses and Camelot. Me. Camelot. And just the way she like drinks her wine. That mm. is kind of superior. And yeah. also I love that part where she's talking to John Hurt and he's like, you just have to focus on the good memories. And she's like, they're our next step with the others. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that particular, in particular, I was like, damn, damn. My okay. husband was a good man. <laughs> I need to right now. Load it up. Can we <laughs> load it up? He's when are they fucking gonna do a screen or that? Like, hello, someone at me. Spencer, Spencer, Jackie, double screening. I'll be well, seated. <laughs> well, I don't need to see Spencer again, but you're, Jackie definitely. You're fucked. You're I think fucked in like, Let me say, but I think Spencer like is just kind of like the worst parts of Jackie drawn out into one are film. Oh, oh, what was it? Are you silly? Are you silly? <laughs> Fuck off, you don't get it. You don't get it. Well, you know, I'm proud of these. Well, we'll you're say. the one who likes rotting in the sun, so we know where yours taste levels lie. Oh. Well, yes. Oh. I'm the only one. Guy. I'm like the only one who'll speak the truth sometimes. Is the thing. And sometimes we your don't need to hear wrong. the truth. <laughs> your truth is wrong. Just like Jesus, they rejected him for telling the truth. Oh, shut up. Oh, shut up. This I'm like Jesus is. on the cross right oh, now. Here we go. Oh, shut here we go. Oh, shut up. I'm gonna put some nails in you real soon. <laughs> put no. some nails in you. <laughs> I'm gonna nail ya. I'm like Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so after Jackie, what then? Um, Annihilation. It's Annihilation. Like, and, and 2018, mm. Annihilation and Box Locks. Oh. Okay, she should have won two Oscars that year. <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. Oh, and she was in um, that Xavier Dolan film, The Life and Death of John F. Donovan. She was. Yeah. Sorry, how did you say his name? Xavier Dolan, isn't it? Oh, I always said Dolan. Oh, who gives a well, fuck? He's French-Canadian. Who gives a fuck about that okay. French poof <laughs> Your pronunciation is this episode. Yeah, Xavier Dolan. <laughs> we love him, gay guy, come on our podcast. He's, he's the original gay guy. Well, uh, literally, yeah, I, we need to get him and John Fersman in a room, I'm sure. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I would kill myself in front of them. Creeping out. forever change the course well, of their Z- careers. Xavier was famously like, I'm not making any more films. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? He's been sucked dry. Wait, so did Natalie do a, a lead role um she's third build Kit Harrington Jacob Tremblay Jessica Natalie Portman Susan Sarandon oh Kathy god. Bates oh the, my god this what? is this is another that was it's an English film yeah his first English English language film this was again buried because it was uh, apparently quite bad so no one saw it well I just think oh it has a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes yes. oh but we don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes Indie dubbed the film the worst of Dolan's career yeah well, so because he was in English. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. He took a chance. No, but he, Xavier Dolan was like, I honestly, some of the first queer films I ever watched oh, was oh, like, yes, Mummy Dearest. I killed Mommy. my mother. Mummy Dearest? No, just called Mummy. I didn't make it. And that up. was sort of recent. Mummy Dearest is the one with um, John Paul Dolan. Yeah. I, I tell too many lies. <laughs> we know. <laughs> A <laughs> liar. Liar. No, like, what was it? Heartbeats? Is that what it's called? Heartbeats, yeah. Mm. The original Passages. Now, oh, you're right. <laughs> Let's say that. And Did you say Passages? No, I no, have not. I have it. I've been asked this question so many times. It's I a know, film for you. It. it is about Bicock. Bicock the movie. Bicock? And it is... It's the Trials and Tribulations. Is it Bicock? French? 
Ah, a bit of both. Yes. <gasps> both, is it mostly in French? Both as in what? <laughs> well, Bisexual. French and English. Oh, right. Right, right. Bilingual. <laughs> the two languages. Bilingual. Bilingual. Bisexual. Bicoc. <laughs> Um, okay, let's talk about these words. We're, we're on a time limit today. Okay, that's right, um, that's right. My mum's coming over in 15 minutes, so Down start the clock now. She's not joining the podcast, Okay, um, I haven't seen Annihilation. I need to watch it, but I want to read the books. My friend recommended we the book to me. We love Annihilation. Annihilation is quite something. Okay. It's quite something. It, like, first time I watched it, I thought this was going to be another, like, Black Swanee type of film, because what's the <clears> thing? Isn't Gina Rodriguez in it? This is Alex, she is. Alex Garland. Mama, let's research. <laughs> is it, wait, is that Gina Rodriguez? Yeah. yeah. Let's what? look into the Hispanic scholarship fund. Well, I swear it's someone else. No, it's her. It's definitely her. I'm wasting time. Anyway. <laughs> Annihilation, I amazing. I will say, I do not trust Alex Garland after that film, Men. After Men, yeah. Oh, yeah. So but Annihilation it. is amazing. But Ex Machina is really good as well. So yes. Ex Machina is amazing Oscar as well. Isaac, I need to talk to you in a room with no others. <laughs> Well, yes. Him and his clone. <laughs> and Fox Lux. The Fox. ending of Annihilation, though. Let's talk about that. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> la, 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 la. <laughs> la, oh, the la, dance la, la, scene. The dance, the dance scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's black swanning about there. She, yeah. Alex Garland is really a fan of a dance. Well, yes. In X Mark. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Is there a dance in men? <laughs> No, no. It, no. That's why it was so bad. Okay. There needed to be one. There needed to be more quitting out. Okay, and Vox Lux, I mean, we've discussed that. You've already discussed this with Michael's son. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> well, we can discuss it with you briefly. <laughs> one word. I'm wrapped up. <laughs> Teach me. Actually, you were the one who, like, got me to watch um, Vox Lux. Yeah. Because you became obsessed with the soundtrack. <laughs> it's so good. E-K-G. The way the, the soundtrack is, like, in my most played of the year. Yeah, literally. I- because I, I remember you telling me about this and it, me just kind of thinking like that, that's ridiculous. But then, and then I listened to it and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. She Changed has my life. We love what she can down, sing. Boy, I want to see you sweat and tears. I see, that's another one that's you're like... You're a power boy. You're, you're a power boy. <laughs> that's another one that's not really being drawn to like these auteur directors uh-huh. and doing something that's very weird, not that mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, and I think it's some of her best work. I'm not gonna lie. Well, yeah, and I think Vox Lux was kind of like another one that was a bit buried because it wasn't that well received. Well, I just think it it was uh, totally inaccessible. Yeah, by yes. way of I don't know how they edited it and how they yeah. structured it and everything. Yeah, it just was not gonna be a critical darling it's as true. a result. It's true. But I, like from my personal viewpoint, amazing. Yeah, one of her best. Well, and that's, <laughs> that. and that's that. Then she did um, Thor, and now this year. <laughs> May December. This, May December. <gasps> I thought you were like, this now. Oh, yes, I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we have the fabulous May, December, which isn't out yet, but we were lucky to see it at Melbourne International Film Festival. I, the only regret I have is not seeing it twice. Literally. We will be seated for a second time. We will time. be seating it. Seating it. It's not until fucking February, but, or like late Jan. Oh, But it God. comes out on Netflix in the US earlier, so I'm December. sure that we'll be able to find a little... <laughs> a VPN. A VPN or like a, a torrent. A copy of that will be kicking yeah. around. Now that is going to be her next Oscar. Anyway. Um, well, that's that. Isn't that's it? that. Natalie Portman. What a woman. So should we discuss whether we're going to let Natalie Portman into the guy? Well, oh. we'll, we'll run through it. I'm open. <laughs> um, quality. Well, ups and downs. Ups and downs. Uh, Hips look, and misses. She's Queen. human. She's human. She's only mm. human. Are we all? 
She's made mistakes. I've made mistakes. You've Enough. made it quite a lot. Oh. <laughs> what, I can't say something mean? <laughs> well, I haven't said anything mean. <laughs> anyway, we, don't, we don't actually have time to get into that. <laughs> okay, hurry up, bro. Does, well, yes, she's got the quality. She's an Oscar winning actress, of course. Yes, it's true. Price nominated, sure. up to be. Um, does she slay? Yes, girl. Yes, she's uh, she's saying. Yes, girl. Miss Ma'am. Miss Ma'am. The minute she's like Padme, even Padme's slay. Like like even if she just did Padme, I'll say. Padme, the professional, she slayed with that fuck ass bob. bob. She slayed in Mister Mister Magorium's Wonder Emporium. She slayed in Heat. Mister Slay Magorium's Wonder Slay Emporium. (laughs) On to the next category. (laughs) Does Natalie Portman benefit the queer agenda? Well, yeah. Has she played a lesbian? Oh, Black Swan. Duh. Kind of. <laughs> that is something I feel like a lot of scholars have had conversations <laughs> about. And that's what we are. That is what this podcast is. And as a scholars. scholar myself, an expert in such a field, I want to say yes. <laughs> well, what? and she was in Thor, which was super so gay. gay. <laughs> Is it a classic? Yes, she does benefit the queer agenda in many insidious ways. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. Um, She's a gay guy, as we said at the time. She's a gay guy. Um, Is it a classic? She's got the classic. Is Natalie Portman a classic? Well, yes. Well, yes. She's got the uh, she has the and classics. Was I gag? She has multiple classics. Multiple classics. And there are many more classics to, to come. come. Yes, yes. And... Was I gagged? Well, yes. No. Did you suck oh. his cock? I wasn't gagged. <laughs> yes, you were. I'm just I being controversial. <laughs> I was gooped and geeked. Also, love, the last thing I'll ever say, the pictures of her after she was shopping at Woolworths that came out. <gasps> oh. Uh, every time I go to Sydney, I'm like, well, will I bump into her? Her green Literally. bags in the shop. Will I bump into her? No, I fucking bump into Sarah Snook instead. You bumped into Sarah Snook? Well, I see her every once in a while. Oh. But I don't know if it's just another redhead woman with a bob. B-O-B, now they call you Bob. Robert Snook. Robert Snook. (laughs) Oh, and one thing I want to mention about Natalie, Natalie's rap on SNL. Oh my God, how did we forget Natalie's rap? (laughs) This made her an adult. Natalie's rap. What do you mean, Natalie? The fuck off, guys! She committed to that. Uh, I feel like this is one of the early internet, like, really super viral clips that everyone has seen. Yes. It seems like... Give us a little... Well, as someone who remembers all of the lyrics from that, right? <laughs> just, you just have to pick which one. Come on, baby, let me see your sweat and tears. <laughs> let me, let me, uh. What you mean, Natalie? There we go. Is that the gate opening sound? Yeah. You've never made it to the end of an episode, have you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is Gate Peeping with Ari. Gate Peeping. And Ari. <laughs> What's this shit called? Um, gate Peeping. Uh, gate Peeping. Doll Keeping. Doll. Doll Keeping. Thank well, you, everyone. For this one special keeping. <laughs> well, that's that, Thank right? you for coming on. Thank you for our lovely program. Thank Where you. Where can the audience find you if they'd like to? They can find me out in the streets. <laughs> Anyway, like she doesn't want to be found. No. <laughs> I famously have a private account. Not by Alice's. Is your main on private now? Yeah, I thought so. Why? She's I don't know. She shut her gates. I think. I think it's just kind of fun. <laughs> anyway, if you want to find me, it's a dot ri with seven zeros at the end. 
Beautiful. What's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I know six, seven. our listeners struggle with numbers. <laughs> well, in French, un de trois, quatre, trois instruments. Oui, oui. What? <laughs> I don't think that was correct. The bed bugs. <laughs> the bed bugs. Sorry, girl. The bed bugs are getting to La bed books. La bed books. Anyway, thanks for listening. Au revoir. I was perfect. I was perfect.